Hey princess, uh, welcome back to another episode of Princess Chronicles. You know, this week, uh, it's been a tough week for me this week. I will kid you not. Um, some medical issues going on and, and um, just a loss of a loved one. But uh, something else happened this week that was what we consider insignificant, but kind of shed some light on things for me. And we were all sitting down with family night. We were watching uh, a movie and all of a sudden the lamp behind me started to flicker. Now it is a lamp that we primarily use in our family room. Uh, instead of the overhead light, which is so in, uh, bright when we're watching a movie, we just kind of turn on the side lamp and it gives plenty enough light for us to be able to see. Um, and so that's used kind of every single day uh, in our family room. And that light began to flicker. And my husband looks over and says, the light is about to go out. And I'm going, I'm just sitting there and it kept flickering. And I'm looking around like, what is going on with the light? And he says it again, the light is about to go out. And sure enough, uh, within a couple of minutes, the light flickered and then it went out. And the only light that was left was out of the television screen. Um, so it was pretty dark. And... My husband paused the movie we were watching and got up and he began to try to figure out if we had a bulb to fit that light. So he takes out the bulb that just went out. He goes to our supply closet and he's looking around to try to find a new light bulb. Well, the one that was in that particular lamp, we didn't have another one like it in the house. We had some that were very similar to it, but it was different. It did not fit the lamp in which we had. So we were trying to figure out, so what are we gonna do for light in this room? Because it's too bright to have on the overhead light and it's too dark to not have on any light. So we were trying to figure it out, or I should say at least my husband was, cause I was kind of like just sitting down <laughs> and supervising. So my husband, he goes around the house and we have plenty of these uh, standalone lights or lamps and he goes and he finds one um, that he brings down. He's got a new bulb for it to make sure that we have sufficient lighting and he plugs it in and he turns it on and it's okay. It's it's not as bright as the one we had before, but it's it's okay. It's sufficient. But he swapped the bulb out and that one was a little bit brighter. And so he kind of played around to figure out which one I would like the most. And we settled on a, on a lamp with a bulb that was sufficient for the room that we both liked. And he plugged it up and he set it up and I began to think, light, how often we take it for granted. We walk over, we flip a switch, and as long as we have a light connected to a source or an outlet, it will do what it was created to do. It will illuminate a room. There is no possible way that you can turn on a lamp that has been plugged in and it not affect the darkness in the room. It has to. It is impossible for a light to be on and not affect the dark places in our lives. And that got me to thinking, that's what Jesus is, the light of the world. 
He impacts every dark recess of our heart, the dark places that we don't even share or tell anyone that exists. Those dark dingy places, those places that may not be darkened by sin, but may be darkened by our imaginations. Maybe you are sitting in a place of depression like I find myself so many times and it feels dark and it feels alone. But when we allow the light of Jesus to come into those dark dingy places, it changes. The situation must change. It can no longer remain the same. So while this week I was contemplating a loss of this loved one, and I mean my heart was broken and it was sad, and I kind of internally went inside of my little my little hole in a wall and I'm sitting there and the expression on my face turned dark. Um, and my husband or my son asked me, Mom, why are you depressed? He could literally like look and see the weight and the pressure over me. And I'm, I'm shaking my head and I'm trying my, my hardest to pull myself out of this pit, out of this rut of depression and despair. And I'm thinking, oh God, oh God, like how do I do this? What, what am I going to do? Do I even want to come out? Sometimes I know we get in our places and we don't even want to come out. We don't want to be exposed to the light. It's comfortable in the dark places of our hearts sometimes. And then I got a call. I got a call from another relative who was calling to check on me to see how I was doing. And they could hear the despair in my voice. And they said, write it out. Just get it out of you and start writing. But start you're writing with what you're grateful for. And I'll be honest with you, that is not something I wanted to do. I was in my own funk and I didn't want to come out of that place. And so it took me a couple hours. Right before I got ready to go to bed, I came upstairs into my office and I began to open my journal and I began to write. And I started with the things that I'm grateful for. And as I began to write them, and I, I will tell you, I was finding it not challenging to find something I was grateful for, but challenging to find something I wanted to write down that I was grateful for because I was still dealing with pain. So I started there, that I was grateful for the pain, that I could feel the pain, that I didn't have to hide, that it was being exposed and I could feel it and I was not keeping it bottled up inside of me. And so I began to start there with what I was grateful for. But I will tell you this, Princess, the more and more that I wrote down what I was grateful for, the more and more my heart began to lift out of that place of despair. Why? Because every time we invite Jesus, the light of the world, into our dark places, it changes everything about what we're experiencing and everything about our perspective. Yes, darkness will remain in this world. As long as we are planted our two feet in this world, dark things will happen and dark situations will occur. We can't control or change that. Jesus said it this way. In this world, you will have trials and tribulations. Be of good cheer. I have over 
overcome the world. When we are facing the darkness in our hearts and in our lives and in situations, whatever that may look like, when we invite the light of Jesus, when we ask him to come in and illuminate those places, it shows and reveals and exposes everything. So sometimes when we find ourselves in a dark situation and we're trying to hide that situation, just know this. When Jesus flashes the flashlight, nothing can hide. There is nothing that can hide from the light of Jesus. Nothing. So when we think that we can get away with something, just know that God sees it. He sees it all. He understands it. He sees it. And it will be exposed everything 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 is affected by light so that got me to thinking my little light bulb situation as we sat down to continue our movie i was fascinated by the fact that the light bulb that we had chosen was a little brighter than the one as far as the wattage was, was a little brighter than the one that we had before. But the light seemed so much brighter. And I was sitting there going, I could see clearer. I could see more. It wasn't really, a. Ch- it was like really one watt more than the light before, but I could see so much clearer what I could not see before or what I struggled to see could see so much better. You see, I never liked that side lamp because it didn't give me enough light to be able to see what I wanted to see. So I would always turn on the overhead light when I had to sit down in the family room by myself. My husband, however, side lamp was good enough for him. But with this new bulb, I could see. And that's what it is with Jesus. Sometimes we can't see. We can't see our way through a situation. We can't see our way through a season. We can't see our way through how God is going to turn this around. We can't see our way in this divorce. We can't see our way in this illness or sickness of ourselves or our loved ones. We can't see our way through the heart's despair of death. We can't see our way. But Jesus, he can see it all because he is the light. He's the light. So he can see. So when we decide to invite in the light, we can see. I love this about Jesus because he never leaves us in dark, right? He invites us to see with the eyes in which he gives us. And there's a story in Luke chapter 8. And it's a very familiar story. It's also found in the other Gospels of Mark and Matthew. But it's the parable of the sower. And I don't know if you're quite familiar with it, but Jesus begins to, as he's going through the towns and and villages and he's teaching, he talks about this, um, he talks in a parable or story that's kind of disguised. There is a hidden meaning in the story in which he's speaking. And so he talks about this farmer who goes forth and he throws his seeds into the ground and there's different types of soil in which the seeds land upon. And um, 
as Jesus is telling the story, he commenced to telling you all the types of seeds and or the ground in which the seed falls upon. And his disciples and the crowd are listening. They're listening intently to what Jesus is saying. But what I find interesting is when they are alone, when they are pulled over to the side, the disciples ask him, what was that about? Now, at the end of the story, Jesus had already said, those who have ears to hear, let them hear. But his disciples were confused. Like, God, what, what was that about? Why do you speak this, these secret things where people cannot understand them? What does it all mean? And he began to tell his disciples the meaning of the parable that he just spoke. Our, our hearts can be the ground in which the seed or the word of God falls on. The words about the kingdom of God and how our hearts is the ground and we can be hardened or we can be pliable, moldable ground in which the seed or the word of the kingdom of God falls upon and it take root and it springs forth life and it produces fruit. But he says something to them that is fascinating. He says, I speak in parables because it's not for everyone to see. Their hearts are too hard and they don't want to see. But the disciples, what did they have? They had the light with them. They had the light and so the light helped them be able to see. He explained to them the parable and they could see a little bit more clearly than those who had no relationship with Jesus at all. But what's even more fascinating to me is uh, verse 16 of chapter 8 goes on and it says this, No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light for there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have even what they think they have will be taken away from them. Now, what I want you to understand that Jesus is not talking about earthly possessions when he says, whoever has more will be given unto him. It goes back to this parable in which he's talking about what did they have where they were gaining the seeds or the word of the kingdom. And Jesus tells them, if you have a lamp, you're not hiding that light. You're not putting it, tucking it under something. You put it on the stand for everyone to see so that it can be exposed. First of all, you can't hide a lamp. It's a light. And in that day, you would turn a lamp and you can turn it down like a dimmer or you can turn it back up. It was an oil lamp, but it gave light. And there was no hiding. Even if you tried to tuck it someplace, it would still illuminate Jesus, we can't hide the Jesus that's in us. He will illuminate. He will show forth. And neither should we try to hide it. Let your light so shine. Right? That's what the word tells us to do. 
to let our light so shine. What is that light? The light is Jesus. So he goes on to say, you, you can't hide it. You can't put it under a bed. Instead, put it on the stand or put it on display that all those that come in, all those that are drawn unto you will be impacted by the light. They'll see the light. Look, we want a world to see Jesus, but we don't want to put our light on a stand. We have to realize that the light that is in us is what's going to draw people to the very kingdom of God, the death, burial, and resurrection, so they can receive the salvation and forgiveness and resurrection in which Jesus came for that we can have. We got to put our light on display. We got to let people see that my darkness is impacted by this light and I'll never be the same again. I'll never walk in this darkness again. I'll never have to have the recesses of my heart by sin, darkened by sin. No more. The light has come and the light has given light. Not the light of man, but the light of the kingdom of God. It shines forth and it illuminates and it affects everything around it. He goes on to say, those that come in can see the light for there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed. Why? Because you can't hide anything from the light. It will disclose it. It will give, give it away. It will illuminate nothing concealed that is not being brought out into the open. But then he says something that's peculiar to me. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. You would kind of think he would say, consider carefully what you see or how you see. But no, he says, consider how you listen. Listening happens with the ears, Jesus. But you've given us light so that we can see. So what does the ears have to do with this? Well, remember, he was talking in parables, right? The story started with him telling a parable to all that were around him, the crowds, the disciples. There were women with him as well. And everybody heard this parable. But because of the relationship with Jesus, and he began to explain the parable, it was those with the light who actually could hear. So he says, be careful how you hear. Because you could hear one thing, but the parable may have a totally different meaning. And it's the light of Jesus that's going to help you hear more clearly Yes, we can sit in our churches, we can sit in our places of worship day in or week in and week out, but unless we have the light of Jesus, we won't hear the deeper meaning of the word of God if we can't see with the light. Listen to how you hear. Why, he says, for whoever has will be given more, whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has, will be taken away from him. What does he have? What does he think he have? Understanding. Understanding of the word of the kingdom 
of God. That's what Jesus was preaching. He was given a message. He was giving a message using the parable about the coming kingdom of God. And he says, in order for you to see what I am teaching you, you have to have the light. And when you have the light, what you hear, you will gain an understanding of. So when we lack an understanding, the Bible says that we can come to God when we lack wisdom and ask of him and he will freely give us wisdom. We need wisdom. We need an understanding as Proverbs tell us and all I get in, get an understanding, get wisdom. And how do we do that? We need to first see so that we can hear. See so that you in turn can hear. When we see the light and when we are drawn to the light, we can hear and gain an understanding of the light, of the word of God that can never be taken away from us. We become the ground in which the word is sown and we take it takes root in us and we begin to be transformed and we are an example to the world of what the light can do. Oh, princess, hear the word of God today. Hear the word. Allow the light to transform you so that you could hear clearly what God is saying to you so that everything around you can be transformed. So today, I want you to know that God is not trying to hide anything from you. That everything that you need to know to operate in the kingdom of God, he's already provided for you. Everything you need to get through this situation, this darkness that you're facing in your life, he's already provided the light for you to do so. And everything you need to hear what God is saying to you, the voice of God, he has already given when he gave you the light. So be careful how you hear. Hear with the love and the light of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you today that you have not hidden your word from us that you have laid before those that belong to you clearly what you are saying, that it is not a parable or a mystery, God. You don't make it complicated for us to be able to hear you and gain an understanding of you because you've opened our eyes with the light of Jesus Christ. And you, God, you have given us access to your wisdom, to your knowledge, and to your understanding. So illuminate in us that we may illuminate in the world in which we live in so that the world is transformed by the hearing of the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. We thank you and we love you today, Jesus. Amen and go in peace, daughter.